All right, let's talk about what's going on with Vaughn Palmer this morning from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. And good morning, Simeon. I wanted to quickly update you on something we talked about Friday, which is Kevin Falcon's bid for the leadership yes. of the BC Liberal Party. He returns to the political arena this week. I expected to make a formal announcement, uh, I think today, actually, but we'll see. Um, when we talked about it on Friday, I said that I realized that the NDP research department had already opened a file on Kevin Falcon, and we're going to be firing away at him. They actually were out of the gate with their first attack on Friday, and it raises a pretty good question. Kevin Falcon supported Maxime Bernier for Ooh. the leadership of the Federal Conservative Party, and I think the New Democrats make a good point, which is, you want to cast yourself as a moderate in British Columbia? Why would you be raising money for Maxime Bernier? So I guess uh, there's a question for Falcon later today. What were you thinking? I seem to think that there's a picture floating around of this oh, too, yeah. right? I think I've seen this picture now that you say Whatever that. Whatever you think of the NDP in government, they spent 16 years in opposition and they really understand criticism in depth. I bet. They've spent years learning it, right? Becoming experts oh, in it. Oh, the liberals should be so effective in opposition, really. Uh. Well, okay, that's going to be a good one. Uh, all right, that is coming up. And you're right, I, Mike Smith, he's on with Mike Smith, I think, today. I know yeah. that I know that Smitty had him booked, so I think that's going to be happening today. Uh, so we'll talk to Mike about that a little bit later. Uh, something that I know is going to be talked about, though, in the legislature today by the opposition, probably having to do with the cruise ship industry. Yeah, this is a serious, serious case of our provincial government dropping the ball on a major, major threat to BC's cruise industry. So the Americans, on Thursday night, the U.S. Senate unanimously passed legislation that would allow cruise ships running between Seattle and Alaska to skip the legal requirement to stop in ports in British Columbia. They can just sail right past us. And that part of the cruise industry is huge, $130 yeah. million dollars a year here in Victoria, a couple of billion dollars a year in BC, and the, the province really dropped the ball on this. Uh, you know, you may remember, actually, uh, a couple of months ago, you had the, the head of the Victoria Port Authority, yes. Ian Robertson, on, and he told you that he'd offered the government a briefing on the consequences of this, and they hadn't even got a hold of him. I gather that somewhat sheepishly, after your interview, the tourism minister, Melanie Mark, did get in touch and did get the presentation, but uh, Premier John Horgan told, the how, uh, told reporters that this uh, legislation was a blip. It, it had very little chance of passing. Mark, Melanie Mark repeated that in the House as recently as Monday of last week, that it was not expected to pass. And then on Thursday really? night... It passed unanimously. So our provincial government, caught by surprise, caught out on this one with huge consequences for BC. Okay, and we're we are going to be speaking to Melanie Mark, the tourism minister, on our show tomorrow morning. So we've been waiting to get that opportunity about this uh, because I understand that with this bill, it, you know, on the U.S. side of things, they're claiming it's just temporary. That as yeah, soon the as government we, has already right. crafted its fallback position. Yeah. They're not admitting they they completely underestimated the chances of passing. Their fallback position is, well, it's only temporary. And anyway, it's Ottawa's fault because it's an international border issue. Um, it is true. This is only, at the moment, a temporary measure. It would exempt American... Uh, it would exempt 
cruise ships leaving Seattle and going to Alaska from having to stop in BC ports until those ports reopen. And at the moment, the federal plan, Canadian, is for the ports to reopen in February of 2022. But the concern I keep hearing from the cruise industry and the people who watch America closely, it is extremely rare for the Americans to allow any exemptions to that stopover requirement. It's rooted in their history of protecting U.S.-built shipping. Most cruise ships are foreign-built, so the requirement applies to foreign-built cruise ships. The fact that they managed to get an exemption through, even a temporary one, is raising real alarm bells here Mm -hmm. in the industry as if they get away with getting this once temporarily and they like it, What's to stop them from doing it permanently? We've already underestimated their ability to get the temporary exemption through, so who's to say we're not underestimating their ability to get the permanent exemption through? Well, and how hard are these American cities going to be lobbying to keep the ports? Like, I'm sure Portland will want to be added, right? Move the stops to Portland, Seattle. You can go Portland, Seattle instead of Vancouver, Victoria, and I'm sure that would be a huge thing for those American cities. Yeah, and, you know, I put this out, the Victoria Times columnist had this headline on Friday because, of course, as I say, it's huge for the economy here in Victoria and uh, Premier's home base, right, the capital region. And so they, they had it as a headline. And, and the pushback from this side of the border, particularly from government supporters, was, well, you know, we'll just close our waters to them, right? Oh, okay, you might, might want to run that one by BC Ferries because you'll know this, Simi. BC Ferries go through U.S. waters on the Swartz Bay to Wasson run dozens of times a day. Almost as soon as you sail away from the Tawasin Ferry Terminal, you're in U.S. waters and you cut through to get to Active Pass. So, first of all, under international law of the sea, we can't close our waters to them just arbitrarily. But second of all, try to imagine the impact on commerce and travel back and forth from Vancouver Island if ferries had to detour, uh, make a much longer run. It would throw off the schedule. I mean... It really is amazing to me how little our provincial government recognized the significance of this. Um, I, I also but, just want to say, I just yeah. had a total Monday morning moment. Of course they can't stop in Portland. It's like, it's well, up actually, the river. actually, it is on the river, so the I suppose river. they could. But, but You could go to San Francisco. They do, run, they do run out of Los Angeles all the yeah. way to Alaska. And, you know, and people fly into Vancouver to take, the ships there, Americans fly into Vancouver, so that's closed off to them as well. So if they get in the habit of bypassing us, even temporarily, who's to say it'll come back? Um, you know, this law has been in place a long, long time in the States. It goes back, actually, this one goes back to the 19th century. It's designed to protect American shipbuilding. I get it. And the American shipbuilding unions are going to fight to maintain the exemption to protect their shipbuilding. But with the cruise industry, largely now the vessels are all built outside the United States. Um, I think there's a legitimate concern that, uh, hmm, you know, they go, well, uh, as I said, we've underestimated them before on this, so maybe we're underestimating them again. Yeah, one thing about the Alaskans, too, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some grumbling here that the Alaskans, you know, they're standing up for U.S. rights, which they are, and for Alaska, which they are. But the two senators from Alaska and the congressional member from Alaska that put this bill up 
wrote to the Prime Minister and to the Premier of BC on February the 12th to tell them, this is where we're headed, let's talk and see if we can come up with a workaround. So they played fair. They gave us plenty of notice, and our official response true from the federal government as well as the provincial government was, we don't think you can get this through. Unanimous. (laughs) Unanimous on Thursday night. So we really have some catching up to do on this one, federally and provincially. And I don't think it's good enough that, you know, the province changes its tune to say, well, it's only temporary. We're not all that worried about it. doesn't matter, yeah. Yeah. No, this is a serious case of dropping the ball or missing the boat, shall we say? Missing the boat. (laughs) Go with that one for your headline today. Thanks, Vaughn. (laughs) Bye-bye.